to the Pride and Prejudice Minute by Minute podcast, where we discuss the 2005 version of Pride and Prejudice Minute by Minute. Um, today we're discussing Minute 30. We made it to Ooh. half an hour. <laughs> and depending on your version, it starts at around 29.30 and goes to around 30.30. I'm your host, Susanna. And I am Sandra. And last minute, we overheard Mrs. Bennett and Mr. Collins discuss marriage arrangements. Mr. Collins was disappointed to know that Jane would soon be betrothed to someone else. But luckily, he found a very agreeable alternative in Lizzie. Yeah, no. Yikes. My man didn't even hesitate. <laughs> and we ended the minute when the scene changed to that of the town square. Yes. And that is where we start right now on yeah. a square filled with lots of people and horses. Yeah, and we saw them before. Checking their horses, offices, loads of them. Yeah. There's also some kids running along and playing. Yes. And there are chickens for some reason. <laughs> yes, I noticed them as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was for very random, like in the town square to have chickens like just running yeah. along. <laughs> Because if it's on like a farm, I would understand it. Uh-huh. If they were in a coop in a town, yeah, sure. Right. But they they're just walking around yeah. town square. I have a feeling like there is just chickens on set, and the director was like, "Oh well," <laughs> for that rural feeling. Or he just let the chickens be there to add to the chaoticness of the scene yeah yeah because there's lots of things happening and you have to get the idea that's a busy town square especially with the regiment in town um so i i think it might be a deliberate choice Mm -hmm. but it seems just a very weird yeah if you go into details it's like huh why why are there chickens here but (laughs) never mind what are you doing here (laughs) yeah anyway uh when we left the last minute um we were kind of overlooking the square uh but now we're quickly turning to a person's eye height uh, and we glide along the square Um, and, uh, it's, yeah, it's, so it's really packed with people, but, uh, since, uh, there's only two figures that are moving at the same speed as the camera along with us, uh, you quickly notice that that's, uh, actually Lizzie and Jane, um, as they cross from one end to the other. Uh, and what I also notice is that there's, um, just violin music playing in the background, and I never really uh, paid really notice to it. And then I only just now noticed that there is an actual violin player in the square. Which oh, they wow. Cross. I did yeah. not see that. Yeah. So the music is really from the violin player in the square. Which oh, I that's awesome. Which I thought was a very nice detail. Yeah. I also really like that you can clearly distinguish between Jane and Lizzie. Mm-hmm. Um you know Jane is a lot more proper she's wearing a bonnet she's have she wears a like a pale blue gown mm-hmm. and Lizzie has like this long brown cape yeah and yeah. The, it, it's just really nice how you can easily spot them yeah uh, as they kind of seem to appear out of the crowd yeah, it's really it's so crowded that uh, and and they're they're at the very back because you uh, you're watching from one end of the square and you're looking towards another one and they're at the very back walking along so they have the camera has crossed a lot of people but since we're walking at the same speed um, it works really nicely to 
put yeah, focus you, on you on definitely notice them yeah yeah and yeah. um, um apparently it's windy because yeah. there is suddenly a you know a burst of wind yeah a gust which of wind. we didn't re- really see before but no eh, it's for plot reasons <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, so we hear that yeah and you see like the dusty ground fly up and make these dust clouds and yeah. you know the kids that were playing you know screaming the light and they yeah. run with the wind yeah one of them did it like airplane style with his arms <laughs> spread which i <laughs> oh I mean, they probably just gave the directions to those kids of, you know, Go play, play along, <laughs> yeah, have fun playing. I mean, yeah, I, it, it's still, you know, you can just throw your hands wide whether there are planes exist or not. But you know, I mean, wings <laughs> of a bird, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, so, it felt really like the I'm an aeroplane. Spread arms <laughs> downward, turned very straight. It felt. Felt very much like airplane, <laughs> which I thought was very funny. That boy yeah. knows things. <laughs> He's from the future. We're in Regency time, but he is looking into the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and along the floor, while we hear the gust of wind, uh, we see a handkerchief uh, being blown along with the winds. A nice um, lay, lacy white handkerchief. Yes. And uh, we hear Lizzie talk. Yes. And of course she's complaining. Oh, yeah. She is not over Mr. Collins' dinner. No. That was... So basically she goes, Mr. Collins is the sort of man who makes you despair at the entire sex. <laughs> harsh, Lizzie. Harsh. Very harsh. I mean, I kind of do get it. Yeah, I mean, he's not attractive. And yes, he was very awkward and not entertaining at all. And, you know, I have had conversations with guys that afterwards I'm like, I hate all men. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Men are a plague. (laughs) But on the other hand, he is not the worst. Speaking of which... I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> Clearly, we have an entirely different per- character. <laughs> very handsome, very dashing. Someone is saving the handkerchief from a dusty ant because yes. it is being picked up by a hand. And not just a hand, but a man, of course. And a man in uniform. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool because uh, the camera just switches to an eye level position and then uh the man that uh, has picked up the handkerchief is just popping up into view yes <laughs> which is really fun while lizzie almost bumps into him yeah like yeah. they're very close together in this uh-huh. scene yeah it's it's really like oh oh <laughs> yeah and he holds up the handkerchief to lizzie and he says yours i believe and well okay so now that uh, we we clearly see him we see that he is uh, from the regiment since he is wearing a costume uh, or in uh, uh, what's the correct word? A uniform. Uniform. Thank you. <laughs> and he has long, long, dark blonde hair that he wears in a ponytail, and of course, he looks incredibly much like Orlando Bloom. <laughs> like, yeah, very much Pirates of the Caribbean era Orlando yes! Bloom. Yes, it's like a bit lighter hair, but 
spot on just it's it's so impressive how many yeah. men can look more like Orlando Bloom than Orlando right, <laughs> right. <laughs> because we had the same problem with, uh, in The Hobbit uh, yes uh, um, but of course this is not Orlando Bloom uh, a wrong movie with Karen Knightley because <laughs> Uh, but this is uh, Rupert Friend, uh, and you can also see him in another period drama, The Young Victoria, where he plays Prince Albert. He looks very different in both roles. Yeah, and if you want, if you absolutely hate his hair, uh, his long hair, you can also see him completely bald in a, an action movie called Hitman. I think it's a, a movie adaptation from a video game. <laughs> and of course, he plays Mr. Wickham. Dun, dun, dun. And after uh, Mr. Wickham had spoken, um, out of nowhere, like Lydia and Kitty just kind of appear. Yeah. (laughs) And they're so excited. Yeah. Like they're gushing. Yeah. Um, Like actually, because Lydia actually says, Mr. Wickham, how perfect you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lydia is uh, standing to his left and uh, Kitty to his right, um, if you look straight at it. Um, And it's fun because in this shot we only see Lizzie's back, but it is very clear that she's making direct eye contact uh, with um, Mr. Wickham. Yeah, they're Uh, looking at each other mostly. Yeah, and we we skipped over a little bit where uh, the camera, uh, before uh, Lydia and Kitty arrive, uh, uh, the camera switches for a moment to Lizzie. And she just looked like a complete deer in headlights. Like, whoa, okay. Uh, and Jane is standing behind her. And she's not really uh, in focus. But she has the same kind of expression on her face. Um, and then, and she, of course, she also plucks the the handkerchief from his fingers. Hey. Hmm. I had that way later. <laughs> huh? I had it yeah. after Kitty talked. Really? Yeah. I wonder. Wait, now I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm 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 playing it right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah, no, I had the correct order. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh wait, there's a there's a second moment. Basically I didn't write the first one down. Because... Oh yeah, there's there's multiple moments where she just sort of gapes at him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because immediately after Kitty speaks, there's also a yeah. moment where she just kinda looks bewildered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you also have? Uh, did we? I think we the last uh, thing that we mentioned was, oh, Mister Wickham, how perfect you are. Yeah. Uh, and then also we have uh, Kitty. Uh, she very excitedly talks to Lizzie. He picked up my handkerchief too. Did she drop yours on purpose, Lizzie? <laughs> it's so cute. She's looking at her sister like, do I look like I am the person to do that? I mean, it does kind of insinuate that Kitty definitely dropped that handkerchief on purpose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> so, But I, I do like how bewildered both of the two girls yeah. look. Like, Lizzie and Jane are both kind of looking at Kitty and Lydia. Yeah. Like, what? Specifically, Lizzie, uh, Lizzie is looking at Kitty and um, Jane is looking at Lydia. Yeah. And and I do think that Lizzie also maybe looks a little bit like, please don't un- interrupt or ruin this moment with this handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, yeah. Oh, and then, of course, uh, we already hear- heard Mr. Wickham's name. Yeah. But Lydia uh, now confirms that Mr. Wickham's a lieutenant. 
Yes. Impressive. Fancy, fancy. And he doesn't even hesitate. He immediately goes like an enchanted lieutenant. Oh my god, you flirt. <laughs> like, oh god. Like, there's definitely a spark here. We, we've talked oh, about yeah. sparks before. Mm-hmm. And no matter how much, you know, we may dislike Mr. Wickham because we know the whole mm-hmm. story. Um, there is definitely a connection here. And they immediately yeah. seem attracted to each other. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's the thing, right? That That he does seem Mr. Perfect and then... You know, and, and then and, he steals a teenage girl and gets her pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Well, ruins her. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know the the details, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So, but and then we immediately cut back to Lizzie again, and she's staring very hard at him, and it's very clear that she's also enchanted. Yeah, she just big eyes straight yeah. at him, um, and. Jane is the one who's cracking me up here. <laughs> because Jane is kind of nervous looking. She, yeah. she she is smiling, but she has like these side eyes looking at uh-huh. Lydia like, what are you up to, Liddy? Yeah. <laughs> and Lydia ends like very innocently. He just happens to be looking for some ribbons. Oh, yeah. You're not fooling every anyone. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and bite for the ball. And I do love the um, difference between Lydia and Kitty yeah, in this. Yeah. Because Lydia is really trying her best to sound innocent and cute. Uh-huh. And like, oh no, we were just, you know, looking for yeah, some ribbon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, she clearly has ulterior motives. Yeah. But Kitty, on Kitty. the other hand, just seems so excited. Yeah. Just like, wait for the ball. Yeah. I mean, it was only half the reason that Lydia really wanted to come here, but it was definitely registered as a real reason for Kitty. That's the difference. Yeah, exactly. And uh, even though Kitty apparently also dropped her handkerchief. On purpose, yeah. (laughs) So she's not completely devoid of ulterior motives. But I definitely think that it was Lydia that uh, convinced Kitty to come with. Um, uh-huh. To pick out ribbons while thinking, oh, we can flirt with boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and all this time, while uh, Lydia and Kitty and Jane uh, were having this uh, little conversation, uh, all this, all these, all these seconds, uh, Wickham and Lizzie have just been staring right into each other's eyes. Yes. Oh God. Like we don't really see Wickham's face. We only see like side profile. But Lizzie is just. Uh huh. Unblinking yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. Just staring at him. It's very intense. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. But Wickham does break it uh, because he says, Shall we all look for some ribbon together? Because probably he understands that they cannot stare at each other forever or it will get weird. Yeah. It is. It's so weird to me. That is such a weird thing to say to some, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Girls that you've just met. Like, oh yeah, let's just go shopping, girls. <laughs> hey, shall we look for some ribbon together? I have long hair. I wear ribbons. <laughs> it's true though. He does have a light blue ribbon I in his know. hair. <laughs> but still. <laughs> 
Uh, but I, I mean, it's very clear that he also wants an excuse to spend some more time in their company or specifically oh, Lizzie's company. But the whole reason why I'm questioning it is because it doesn't really seem proper for the time. Oh, wow. Mr. Rickham, can he have ulterior motives as well? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Stay tuned. I think usually if, you know, Lizzie wasn't uh, so bewitched by him... Uh, she yeah. would be the one to say, uh, no, we're not doing yeah. that. That's improper. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, Lizzie is very much enchanted. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So she's yeah. not saying anything. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we hear Kitty and Lydia giggling in the background uh, because, of course, they're very excited to all go shopping for some ribbon. <laughs> and we see Jane uh, turn away and she looks very meaningful to Lizzie. Uh, and Lizzie then uh, finally follows her. And then we cut to a camera view where we are in the shop window and we don't look out towards the street, but uh, we look from the left side of the window towards the right side of the window. Um, behind which is the entrance and there's a bonnet with a ribbon tied around it and we vaguely see some more of them there are way more ribbons hanging from the ceiling so it's very obviously a ribbon shop and there's also a cat at the very end who is also looking towards the entrance and there we see Jane and Lizzie entering yes and And also Kitty immediately jumps in yeah, because the camera moves uh, to the left, so we go through the wall of the shop and into the shop itself. Um, and we hear Lydia say, good afternoon, Mr. James. Uh, Mr. James is apparently the shop owner, and he greets them back kindly. Um, yes. It's probably an everyone-knows-everyone kind of town. Especially... I mean, Meryton is not that big, so I assume... Yeah, and especially they're higher born, of course, so everyone would probably know them. I kind of assumed that they would just know all the shop people. Well, I mean, it's not that small. They dined with 5 and 20. <laughs> or was it something else? I don't remember. Something along those lines. <laughs> Which... Don't underestimate it. Yeah. But yeah, they, you know, go into the shop and the shop is just very quaint. I I do find it weird how the ribbons mm. are displayed. Oh, I found it very cute. Which might be a... Uh, I mean, it's just like a rack, basically. Yeah, so there's a, yeah, a sort of installment hanging from the ceilings and you can bring the installment up or down by a string, which is demonstrated by Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also underneath, uh, there's a desk or a closet of sorts. It's not really a desk. It's also not really a closet, but it's something in between. <laughs> a workbench, right? Oh, yeah, it's a workbench. Yeah, right. That's the thing. Uh, but there, there's also a, a book on top. And there, I think you can browse through all the different yeah, fabrics. And, or maybe And there more are items. also some, um, like, tools vases in the back with more ribbons and then yeah because uh some tools. the the room the shop itself is uh uh divided into two rooms there's like a front room and a back room and in the front room there's the the workbench and in the back room there's there's a dress hanging so i think it's uh a... i think it's a bird no there was a person on top of it it's not a dress there's an actual person in it no way yes let me look at that again. She was standing on the thing. She's probably like 
modeling something um, oh, so they can make adjustments uh, on it. <laughs> if I miss that. I'm pretty sure there was a person. I had a person written down. Oh, you, you're right. Yeah. Oh, there is. <gasps> <laughs> How did I miss that? There's a girl standing there wearing a dress that they're probably altering. I thought that uh, uh, Lydia and Kitty were both in the back. But now I see it's only one of them. I can't clearly tell who is who. I think it's Kitty, but... Yeah. And there's, yeah, there's indeed another woman who is uh, probably, you know, looking at how the dress is. I don't know if she can see. She's just adjusting the dress, probably, that the other girl's wearing mm -hmm. who is on top of the... And there's also some more dresses hanging, or maybe just her normal. Yeah, in the back. Now it's, it's white, so it's probably all for the ball. Probably, yeah. Yeah. But in the front room, you have another interesting detail which are all the cabinets. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that as well. <laughs> have all these kinds of fabric names on it, like gauze, muslin, um, and Oh, it does like have... That. Okay, so I couldn't read it. I couldn't really make it out. Um, Poplin, Georgette, Irish, Nets, things like that. Okay, so that's a nice idea because I thought that they were just like random names and it was just maybe a historical set with, uh, you know, houses that were prefurbished and they just kind of used one that looked cute. But <laughs> if those are actually fabric names, then... Oh, no, those are fabric names. Personally, I think it looks a bit tacky, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it looks a little bit like graphic design is my passion. <laughs> I do think it's very in the style of those times, probably. I mean, it is kind of in the style. But... If you go to historical houses, you often see a lot of cabinets that are richly decorated. And I mean, you wouldn't dare dream it now because uh, we're too busy. But it is I mean, but I don't think style. it's richly de decorated. That's the no, whole this thing. Is not, no, no, no. It's not richly decorated. I think it's, it's kind of ugly, actually. It's fine. I mean, of course, it's supposed to be mostly functional. Um, yeah. But they have the whole scroll thing on it. And then the fabric name is on that. And it just looks... Uh, I don't know if it's too... If it, the right thing to say is that it looks too modern for me because they did absolutely try to age it, but I don't know. I feel I feel like it's right with times. I I don't. I'm not bothered by it at all. I think it's pretty cute. I think <laughs> a lot a lot more clear would be like actual um you know um filing cabinets thingies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I that's one thing that if these are uh like names of the the fabrics and they're stored there or whatever yeah it's kind of weird that they're behind a door because i think you would want to display that maybe i mean but, yeah. honestly uh if this is a tailor um you know they would just go there and the tailor would get the fabrics yeah and the ribbons are just a smaller thing true yeah so i don't but i don't know Details, whatever. We're going back to the story. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Wickham enters the shop and he says, I shan't even browse. I can't be trusted. I have very poor taste in ribbons. Uh, 
at least she's honest <laughs> yeah uh, yeah that's also actually what lizzie thinks lizzie who stands at the desk uh, slash closet uh, work table work workbench uh she says only a man truly confident of himself would admit to that <laughs> she's so taken by him like he's just spitting out things to talk to her and, and she's immediately replying to him like oh yes let's talk some more it's yeah, such no, a, it's... this is such a flirt they they are definitely flirting they definitely yeah. have this flirty banter going on mm-hmm. um it's just that I think that what Mr. Wickham's saying is just very stupid. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> and then he walks past her and she follows him with her gaze while she smiles at him. Uh, before he turns around to look at her and say, No, it's true. I'm Buckles. When it comes to Buckles, I am lost. Yes. And then we basically end the minute with Lizzie uh, going, Dear, oh dear. And yeah, we don't she, know yeah. what else she says because the rest of that sentence is in the next minute. Right, yeah. And uh, of course, she she had half-turned when he walked past her and now she she turns herself fully to him and she's her entire body language and, you know, the way she's holding her head, she's like, oh, dear, oh, dear. You know, very teasingly. Oh, yeah, it's very... no. They're, they're definitely flirting. Like It's... Oh, it's just a flirt heavy disgustingly so <laughs> yes and next minute we'll get more of that oh absolutely we'll also get a very intense meeting yes yes because of course there's more mm-hmm. to Mr. Wickham let the, than we see let the drama start oh. <laughs> <laughs> but for that you will actually have to wait for two weeks because next week we'll do a special episode because We've come to minute 30 now and we thought it would be nice to do a little recap um, for the last half hour so that you guys uh, are still, you know, keeping up with the main storyline and not just getting lost in all of the details that we discuss. Um, Until then, um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter under the name PNP Minutes. That's the letters PNP and a minute, which is also written down in the show notes below. Um, I've been Susanna. And I've been Sandra. And we'll see you next time. Bye.